You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode 48. Today, we're going to talk about self-love and how loving ourselves is the journey. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in yourself and doing it with me today. If you are new, welcome. My name is Shanae. I'm your host. I'm a former WBFF Bikini Pro fitness and nutrition expert, as well as competition prep coach um, turned life coach. I love, love, love helping you on your journey to your highest self. And that's what we do in this show with personal development tools around your mind, your body, and your heart. I just was about to sneeze there. <laughs> um... I lost my train of thought. Anyhow, welcome. Super excited to have you here. Like I said in the intro, today we're talking about self-love and it is part of a little mini series that we've been doing. So if you haven't listened to the last two episodes, go ahead and check those out too. It's all about confidence and the confidence formula and self-love is one of the ingredients. It's also one of my favorite things to talk about because it is the thing that I've done the most work around um, in terms of loving myself for who I am and not what I do. So a lot of us weren't taught how to love ourselves and it's, you know, not the fault of anyone. It's not your parents' fault. It's nothing like that. It's, it's mostly kind of the world that we live in. You know, we are not always loved or appreciated for who we are and we're, and we're sort of taught to, um, do things to gain love or do things to gain appreciation and, um, things like that. So if you've ever resonated with that and have a hard time um, giving yourself credit for things that you've accomplished, even giving yourself a chance to rest, then you most likely have a self-love problem. If you have you know, thought that your happiness or um, joy will come from losing weight and getting somewhere, then you most likely have a self-love problem. We have a whole episode on that if you want to go check that one out. Um, so today we're going to talk about why self-love is the foundation of our lives, how to fall in love with the journey, not the outcome, how open space and stillness contribute to increasing your confidence, and last but not least, four ways to create unconditional self-love for ourselves. So super excited for you guys to learn. Um, Make sure you have your journal, and if you are loving these episodes and you love the tools and like the journal prompts and whatnot, and you want to join a community of women who are doing the same work, come and join us inside Mindset Makeover. It is my monthly mindset coaching program. We have a monthly coaching theme. We have journal prompts. We have a virtual retreat every month for us to connect face-to-face on Zoom, and we do the work together. It's an amazing community. I'm so, like, every time I check our group, I'm just like, oh my god, I'm so happy that um, there are people out there like me who want to do the work and, um, you know, sharing our journal prompts, and um, it's honestly a really beautiful place to be. So if you felt alone on this journey, if you need accountability, if you haven't been doing your journaling and you and you want that support, um, or you don't know what to journal on, or you're not meeting your goals, being hard on yourself, this space was created for you. So I'll have that link down in the show notes. If you have any questions, just reach out to me via DM or email, and I'm happy to walk you through like what this experience is. Okay, so before we get started, um, let's refer back to our manifesto about self-love. She loves herself unconditionally. So remember the manifesto is your highest self manifesto. 
So in the manifesto, we say self-love is the foundation of her life. She speaks kindly to herself, has a positive mindset, and knows how valuable she is. There is no room for negative self-talk in her life. If you need to write that down somewhere, write it down where you see it every single day so you can remind yourself that self-love is the foundation of your life and that you are worthy of love and that you are you have the ability to be loving to yourself and that you are lovable. Um self-love is a is a verb. It's not even something that we get and it's not something that we have to earn. So um, I think I've said this so many times, but but you know self-love on on Instagram gets like blown out of proportion. I mean, yes, it's it's like the massages and baths and taking time for yourself, but it's so much deeper than that. Um, because it's a verb, understand that it's not a destination or someplace we get to. It's what we do for ourselves on a daily basis. So for example, um, if you think that losing weight or gaining a specific body type, then you can love yourself, like that thinking is flawed, right? Because you're putting love into the future, into a destination. It's someplace that you get to. That's that's not that's not it. It's what you do right now. So showing up for yourself, eating well, nourishing yourself, eating ice cream, eating cake, working out, resting, stretching, all of those are acts of self-love. Um, I like to one of my favorite quotes that I say, <laughs> it's not really lame that you quote yourself. Um, anyhow, positive self-discipline is the highest form of self-love. And whenever I tell people this, they're like, what? Like they it doesn't like quite sit with them. And I think it's because self-discipline has always been viewed as a negative thing. Like, oh, I don't have enough discipline or, oh, I need to discipline my kids. Um, growing up in a military background and, and being put into the young Marines when I was like 10, um, discipline has and was a huge part of my lifestyle. And I naturally am a disciplined person. But when I perform discipline from a place of negativity of like I'm not enough I need to do this I have to do this that's negative self-discipline and I never get good results from that but when it's positive self-discipline so it's like you know what I'm feeling real tired but I know that just by doing 20 minutes of movement even just the intention of getting up and moving my body for like 30 seconds I know I will feel better that's positive discipline not because I have to but because I get to do you see kind of the difference here so um the foundation of like what we believe is possible for us and how much we can go and how much we are willing to bet on ourselves is self-love like that is the foundation if we don't have this foundation then this is where we have low self-esteem this is where we have low self-worth this is where we think our happiness is going to be in the future when you get a career when you get the clients when you get the body when you get you know xyz when in reality we can actually get all those things right now and start to operate from that state of being make sense so again the foundation of what we believe is possible for us are three things to so write this down. How far we can go, which is your self-belief. How much we are willing to bet on ourselves, which is your self-trust. And then our intrinsic value for ourselves, which is our self-worth. And as you guys know, all of that is your self-esteem. So, um, 
but you cannot have really great self-esteem if you do not have self-love. So it's all interconnected. Um, So when self-love becomes the foundation of your life, you don't have room for negative self-talk. Like you just, you just don't, you know how detrimental it is to your self growth. You know that it doesn't help you. You know that negative self-talk is not a long-term strategy. And so you honestly just don't do it because you know that it's not helpful. Um, Another thing when self-love becomes the foundation of your life is that you embrace your shadow and your light. So we talked about our shadow self last week. Um, It is the parts of you which you push away or you hide or you want to cut away because you're not proud or happy for it. Um, But when you have unconditional self-love, you embrace it. You embrace the shadow and you embrace the light. And last but not least, when self-love is the foundation... We make space for healing and growing. And that is because you cannot you cannot fully love yourself until you love all the experiences that shaped you. And that's the process of healing. The process of healing is to make yourself whole again. So you can't grow if you're hating who you currently are. And you know that speaks to where you are at in your business, where you're at in your personal development journey, where you're at with your with your food and body image. If you are hating where you're at, if you're not accepting the current circumstances that you are in, then you cannot grow. And you cannot accept the current circumstances without love and compassion for yourself. So how do we do that? Because that is going to create falling in love with the journey, not the end destination goal. And you guys... This is like the thing that I've spent the most time and work on with my coach um, for, you know, a lo- long time, <laughs> my therapist. So if there is a small voice in your head that is like, you know, you know, easy for you to say, Sinead, but I can't do this. I get it because I thought that too. And so I just want you to take a deep breath. <sighs> and if you're like, awesome, this is good. I'm here. I'm ready for this. Amazing. Um, falling in love with the journey. What, you know, we know what that means. Um, my favorite quote is you have arrived when arrival is no longer the goal. Um, so quick story. I've always had this like huge desire to be successful, (laughs) which sounds, I mean, it's sounds weird to say out loud, but I have, I grew up really poor. Um, I was kicked out when I was a senior in high school. I put myself through college, um, working three jobs. I've, you know, provided for myself for the last, um, I'm 29 now. So, you know, the last 11 years and I will continue to, um, even though I am married, I provide for myself. Um, and because I've always been, and and from a young age, I've had to provide for myself. So like, for example, like I told you, I was like put into the young Marines. Um, my stepmom is Japanese as well as my real mom. And the Japanese culture is like very strict, you know? And so from that young age of like 10, I was like making my own lunches. I was, you know, had all these chores. I'd walk to school 45 minutes away. I mean, I just had all this independence put on me from a really, really, really young age. And we're going to talk about inner child healing later. But what that did to my inner child was she really felt as if she was alone. And she really felt as if like, and it was true. It was, you know, that's 
that is the experiences I was going through. I provided for myself. I'm, you know, took care of myself. I was self-sufficient and independent at a very early age. And because of that, that is the beliefs that I now live my life from here down as an adult. And like we've talked about before with inner child, it's like what what used to work for us and keep ourselves safe in the past may no longer work for us in the future and as a as a as a not as a parent but as an adult. So these patterns that you use to protect yourself were your um, your self protection as a child can often show up as self sabotage as an adult. Does that make sense? So um, because I was so self sufficient. I have this belief that like, like I'm in survival mode <laughs> and um, last year I finally broke that pattern, broke the belief, but like in survival mode, I don't allow myself to rest. I don't allow myself to take time off and enjoy what I've created for myself. I don't to think I'm deserving of rest because if I rest, then like what's going to happen? Like I'm going to lose money or, you know, I'm not going to be able to feed myself or like my future children won't have all the things I want them to have if I don't like work, 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 work. So I'm hoping this makes sense. But if if you resonate with that, which I'm, I'm guessing you do, and I, and I know you do, because when I talk to my clients who are inside Mindset Makeover, when I meet all these different women and, and we have completely completely different lives, we share these same stories about our childhood, these stories of being independent, of of taking care of ourselves or having to take care of our parents, of, you know, um, just from an early age going through traumatic, big, life-changing things, things that have changed the, the things that we think about ourselves. And um, as a result, we are in such a rush to get somewhere, because we don't like where we were or where we are. Does that make sense? So this whole thing of like learning how to slow down um, was triggered in me um, when I had created so much success, when I had um, accomplished all my goals and I still wasn't happy. So same thing with your, um, you know, we can use this in terms of business or we can use this in terms of body image like losing all the weight and still not being happy with how you look, creating business success for yourself and still not being proud of what you've done, Um, climbing the corporate ladder and still thinking that you need to do more and not acknowledging for what you have done. All of those are self-love problems because we are so fixated on like what's next, what's next, what's next that we don't know how to just be in love with the journey. And we're fixated on what's next because of a wounded inner child. So slowing down and not being in such a rush and being present with the moment is, is, is necessary. So some questions that you can ask yourself like in your journal, where, are, where am I in such a rush to get to? What is the feeling that I'm chasing? Why can't I give myself that feeling now? Or how can I give myself the feeling now? And how can I be proud of the person I am today? Really, really great journal prompts. Such like so deep and reflective. I've been doing yeah this this particular one for a long time. And, and finally, I remember how I told you guys a couple weeks ago and I was like, oh my God, I was so tired. And I finally just, I just rested. That's when I, I broke that pattern and I shifted that pattern. And I was like, wow, I am no longer in a rush. I am no longer chasing success. I'm no longer chasing that. 
And I can feel successful now for all that I've accomplished and all that I've done in the smallest of tiniest things and in love the person that I am today. Does that make sense? It's so powerful when we can learn to love where we're at and always be in that mindset of like life is happening for us, not to us. And um, things are unfolding in our own perfect timing. Where you are at right now is where you need to be. And when you stop taking that pressure off yourself of needing to be somewhere else or needing to look like something else, then you will feel that joy and happiness and feeling that you're chasing right now. And you'll get there so much faster and you'll have that happiness right now. So again, um, if you struggle with this, um, ask your inner child. And so you can do this by just um, journaling. You can go into a deep meditation and you can ask your inner guidance, Um, but ask your inner child, why is he or she clinging so tightly to getting there? Um, When I did this, my inner child said, I don't want to be let down because again, I had, I have been, you know, my own caretaker for so long. Um, But my highest self said to her, don't worry, I won't let you down. And when I said that to myself, I was like, whoa, that makes sense. That gets, that that makes sense. Like I get it now. Now I know why I've been chasing success. Now I know why I was chasing the, you know, the pro status and, and winning the freaking crown. <laughs> I I get it, you know, for so long I've been chasing all of this stuff and it's because my inner child didn't want to be let down like she had been let down so many times in the past by other people and because there was no one to take care of her, like it had to be her and um, now I can shift, I can reframe, I can heal that limiting belief and the reframe is don't worry, I won't let you down. Like, I got you. You can rest your head. You can take a break. You don't have to constantly be on. You can literally chill and take that pressure off and enjoy where you are at right now because I won't let you down. Don't worry. I'm super ambitious. I get shit done. (laughs) Um, So connecting to your inner child is requires open space and stillness. So we're going to move into that part now. What is open space? What is stillness? Um, it's it's not always meditation. It's not always breath work. It's not always journaling, but um, it's it's rest. It's connecting with yourself. It's giving yourself time to do things that aren't productive. So it's your hobbies, um, you know, like gardening, keeping something that keeps your hands busy, but your mind open, sewing, knitting, crocheting, baking, um, anything, even like wood chopping. Like it's, it, it doesn't have to be, um, creative. It's just anything that gets yourself out of your head and into your heart. Because when you're able to do that, you're able to to connect with your divine feminine. So that feminine energy that lives within you, because when you're doing, you're in your masculine. And when you're being and receiving, you're in your feminine, a really great book. If you struggle with stillness and rest and meditation and and you don't know how, or like you don't get it is, um, Ryan holiday. Stillness is the key. Some stillness. I'll have it down in the show notes, but amazing book. I read it in like a minute. It was really good. Um, I'm actually going to make it one of the book club books inside Mindset Makeover. So um, if you're inside (laughs) Mindset Makeover, heads up. That'll be our book for July. 
when we do that, like when we are able to be still and we have open space, and open space also means like not crowding your calendar, not having things like back to back to back to back to back all the time, having some flexibility, having some openness. Um, I schedule purposeful white space in my calendar now for just sitting and being and thinking and creating, like not having to do anything. Um, that is essential in being able to connect to your inner child. Because remember, your inner child is just a subconscious part of you. You cannot connect with yourself if you're constantly doing things from your conscious brain. So this increases your confidence because it increases your self-worth. And your self-worth, like you know, directly impacts your self-esteem. So your confidence is going to come from the inside out not some from inspirational IG quote, not from like, you know, something that I said, I can probably spark something within you, but then it's up to you to do the work of taming that flame of, you know, growing it and loving on it and and nurturing it so that your confidence will expand and increase. Um, When we can connect with our inner child, it's, it's just... It's, it's life-changing because it's the best wisdom and guidance you can get is from yourself. So when you do the work and you practice meditating and you practice journaling and you practice like even like free flow writing is a really great way to have stillness and open space and connect to your inner guidance, um, you, will, you will write things that you did not realize you knew. You'll be like, wow, I had no idea I, I knew that. Um, if anything I've ever said has sparked something within you, it's because I'm just reminding you. You already innately knew that. I'm just reminding you of it. And you have the power of connecting to that inner knowing and that inner guidance through inner child um, healing, journaling, meditating, breath work, all those things. So um, last but not least, let's talk about four ways to create unconditional self-love for yourself because you guys know that I love action. So not only, you know, do we heal and acknowledge, but we got to do because if we don't do anything, again, that's like the masculine, then, then nothing moves from it. So here are different ways that we can do and also just be. So one is just give yourself a chance to use time on hobbies, um, a reframe downtime is not a waste of time. Okay. Because when, when I hear my clients say that all the time, um, or like, I don't feel like I have the time for downtime. Like, you know, I can't lay down for a, an hour massage. I get antsy. When you say that downtime is a waste of time, you're saying that I am a waste of time. So reframe downtime is not a waste of time. I am not a waste of time. Got it. Number two, increase your self-care time. So um, more so, I want to speak to self-care that doesn't cost money and is the hardest to give yourself. So maybe for you, that looks like rest days off from the gym or things that you feel like you don't deserve to do unless you do X. So maybe if that is like getting your nails done or getting your hair done or getting a massage or reading. I was speaking to a client and she was like, yeah, I just... I really want to read these nutrition books, but I feel bad using my brain for things that aren't work-related. And 
that's a real feeling. I get it. I get that it's really hard to give ourselves time and energy and space and you more than deserve it. It's necessary. You have to give these things to yourself um, if you want to be your highest self and get out of this like low level vibration and and become you know self-confident. So increasing your self-care time, whether that be things that cost money or things that don't cost money. But again, I challenge you to do the things that don't cost money. Um, one more example of this is like canceling um, canceling things. So saying no to either dinner parties or things or friends or clients and creating that more time and space for yourself so you can prioritize yourself first. Number three is cultivating positive self-discipline. I could do a whole nother episode on this. <laughs> I could talk about this for ages, but just two points on this is um, similar to what we've been talking about the last two weeks, keeping keeping promises to yourself. Um, but it's that would be like the easiest way to, to do this one in action wise is um, make a small promise to yourself, whether it be, you know, whatever it is, journaling every single day um, and, and keep it, literally keep it. Do not let yourself down. Um, side note, I forgot to tell you guys, the journal is on Amazon and ready for you to purchase. I should have mentioned in the beginning of the episode, I'll mention it again next week, but the create your purpose journal, which is the 30 day journaling experience is available. So if you need that accountability and that help, you can get the journal and, and it's day one, day two, day three, day four, the outline is there for the, your, the, your highest self outline, as well as a journal prompt every single day for self-reflection on, um, finding who you are and what you stand for and what your purpose is. So boom, there you go. That's your action step. Go and buy the journal. Um, and then the last point on the self-discipline is that, um, it's a skill, right? Like everything in life, everything that you're learning on this podcast, it's a skill. You get to practice. You get to cultivate it. Are you going to have amazing positive self-discipline this first week? No. You're going to let yourself down. And be aware that you might let yourself down a couple times and be okay with that. Because then the positive self-discipline is that choice you make after you've let yourself down. Do you continue to let yourself down? Or do you make a choice as your highest self? Do you pick it up? Do you go and do it? Does that make sense? Number four, connecting and healing your inner child. So like I said, we do this through meditation, journaling, and self-exploration. Um, inner child healing, a lot of it is, you know, what do I, what do I need to unlearn? Um, what is my inner child rebelling against? If you find yourself constantly reactive and constantly um, self-sabotaging yourself, it is your inner child rebelling against something. Um, it is her not feeling seen or heard or loved or protected or him. Sorry if you're a guy. And um, him and her. And um, it's it's like, what acknowledgement does she need? Um, cause self-sabotage is always a protection mechanism. So what is, what beliefs do you get to unlearn that you're protecting yourself from that are not serving you? Um, what acknowledgement does your inner child need? My inner child needed a ton of acknowledgement. Um, if you are hard on yourself, you most likely need acknowledgement. Um, if you constantly are not proud of yourself, again, inner critic is super loud. It's just like acknowledging yourself. And what that looks like is is um 
It's the self-care. It's the journaling. It's that's all that's all it is. And I know it sounds so incredibly simple, but let me tell you, it's hard work. It's deep, deep work. And it's work that you don't always see the benefit of right away. So you don't keep up with it. But when you do keep up with it, I promise you, you'll see such a difference in who you are that you'll be like, why didn't I do this in the first place? But there is that time. There's going to be like two weeks, three weeks, four weeks where like you're not really noticing like what is the point of doing all this journaling? What is the point of doing this? What is the point? Um, But then you'll have a breakthrough. And then once you see you cannot unsee um and ask anybody inside mindset makeover um like it's it's just life-changing so please do it (laughs) anyhow um that is it for this week's episode i hope that this was helpful i hope that you choose one of these four action points and you put it into action for yourself this week or this month and again if you want to join our community um link is down the show notes this next month in june we have a coaching theme and it's gonna be awesome so accountability and support for this work that's what mindset makeover is all about if you have any questions if you have any topic requests just reach out to me on instagram or email me i'm you know i love connecting with you guys i hope that this episode was helpful and um that's it. (laughs) I hope you guys have a great week. Take care. Take care of yourself. Do your journaling. Do your work because you are worth the work. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Don't forget to be your highest self. Bye for now.